0: This is Rhema for Today.
1: Now this is the very backbone of the prior life. No word that is gone forth from God can return unto him void. In Jeremiah the first chapter the twelfth verse the King James Translation says, I will hasten, God said, I will hasten my word to perform it. In the marginal reading of the King James Translation, it reads, I watch over my word to perform. He'll make his word good if you dare stand by it.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth e. Hagan continues his teaching on praying with all kinds of prayer, Volume 6. Next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, Let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message.
1: Now when you pray, stand before the throne of God and plead your case as a lawyer. That lawyer is continually bringing law and precedent. Now you bring His Word. Bring His covenant promises. He said here, put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou, or as the margin of the King James translation reads, set forth thy cause that thou mayest be justified. And so he's asking you to bring his word to put him in remembrance. He's asking you to plead your covenant right. God is telling you to plead your rights. Put me in remembrance. Set forth thy case, he said. Declare thou as the margin reading, set forth thy case, that thou mayest be justified. Now here is a challenge of God to lay the case before him. If your children are unsaved. Or whatever it is that you're praying about. Find the scripture that covers your case. And then lay the matter before him. Isaiah the 45th chapter the 11th verse. You're right close by there in that 43rd chapter. So turn right on over to the 45th chapter. Isaiah the 45th chapter the 11th verse is starting. Here God says, ask me of the things that are to come. Concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hands command ye me. Now, this verse of scripture is prophetic. It does not apply to Israel. It's yours. Ask me of the things that are to come. Concerning the work of my hands, concerning my sons. Israel were not sons. They were servants of God. We're sons of God. The Bible said, beloved, now are we the sons of God in the New Testament. This has reference to us. Now notice he said, concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hands, command ye me. Now that's in perfect harmony with the New Testament. For instance, John's gospel, 15th chapter, 7th verse, where Jesus said, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatsoever ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Other Greek word translated to ask here, according to strong or young's concordance, means demand. Demand whatsoever you will, and it shall be done until you said. Now, you do not command in tones of arrogance, but as a partner, worker together with him. You lay the case before him. You call his attention to his part in the drama of life. And then here's a scripture that you should continually use in prayer. And that's Isaiah, the 55th chapter, the 11th verse. Now, before we read the 11th verse, let us read carefully the 9th and 10th verses to get the entire connection. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, and give a seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth this is 11th verse now i want you to notice so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which i please and it shall prosper in the thing where to i sent it now this is the very backbone of the prayer life no word that is gone forth from god can return unto him void. In Jeremiah, the first chapter of the twelfth verse, the King James Translation says, I will hasten, God said, I will hasten my word to perform it. In the marginal reading of the King James Translation, it reads, I watch over my word to perform it. He will make his word good if you dare stand by it. The greatest answers to prayers that I've ever received Is when I brought God's Word to him and reminded him in other words just simply took these steps right here I reminded him of his word I reminded him of what he said praise God and thank God he keeps his word I brought out the fact before and this is the procedure I followed exactly the last church I pastored my Sunday school superintendent fell off the he was a pumper in East Texas oil field he fell off the engine house down at the machinery and uh, someone drove up behind me in town and my car and stopped me and said, did you know that Brother Haynes is dead? And I said, no, he isn't dead. That's a mistake. I was just out there on the lease about 15 minutes ago talking to him. Well, he said, he's dead. After you left, he climbed up on the engine house and fell down to the machinery and he's dead. Well, I uh, made my way as hard as I could to that lease. And when I got there, it seemed to me that there must be three or 400 people around and so i made my way up to the uh, engine house or close by and there he lay on the ground dr garrett was there his wife and so i uh, and the wife of brother Hans, sister Hans, and so i walked up and and knelt down to the side of him and dr garrett said to me said uh, Reverend Hagen, he said i i thought he was dead and that's where the report got out because he'd said that but he said he isn't quite dead yet but he's dying he'll never live he'll never gain consciousness we can't move him, he'll, he'll die. We're he'll not here. And he said, I wish you'd take Mrs. Haynes aside and prepare her because her heart's in a bad condition. And he said, She could die in a minute or say, so. Both of them could go. Well, I took Sister Haynes by the arm to lead her to one side. Dr. Garrett had whispered this to me. And uh, Sister Haynes said, Brother Hagan said, I know without you telling me before I could ever say a word to her. I just had her by the arm, leading her to one side, said, I know Dr. Garrett doesn't think daddy'll live, does he? I said, no. Well, she looked up and smiled through her tears and said, isn't it wonderful that you and I have inside information? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I said, it surely is. It surely is. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, we prayed. He kept on living. The ambulance had been waiting, I think, about an hour and a half. They are afraid to move him. Finally, Dr. Garrett said, well, uh, let's let, let's try. I, I didn't think he'd live this wrong. He surprised me maybe we could get him to the hospital and he's out in the field it takes some uh, they're going to take him into tyler some 30 miles away and so they said uh, he said uh, he'll never make it i know just know he won't well he said i'll tell you what i'll do i said well doctor i suggest you try it. i'll go along with him and uh, and so i rode in the ambulance with him and uh, dr garrett said well i'll follow along and out uh, out here so far well then i'll give him another shot and Maybe you can get there. And so, of course, all oil he's working for, him. when he got to Tyler, they had three asbestos waiting on him. And they put him immediately under an oxygen tent. And to make a long story short, we were there a couple of days, and we faced the third night. Sister Haynes had been up day and night. I stayed each night. And I said to one of the doctors, as he came around in the early evening to make his round, I said, what about it? And I introduced myself, told him I was his pastor, and so on. He said to me, Reverend, I'll tell you the truth about it, we don't even know the extent of his injuries because we can't move him. If we move him, we'll kill him. How he's lived this long, we don't know. We do know his left lung is deflated, but we don't know how much he may be hemorrhaging inside or may be injured inwardly. Now, uh, he said uh, he's still in shock and we can't bring him out. We've given him all the blood plasma. We've given him every shot that we can give him. We've done all we can do for him. In fact, he said, Reverend, I'll tell you the truth about it. We don't know how in the world he's held on this long. And I'll tell you now, he's going. He's slipping now and said he's going and he's going fast. He'll never make it. He doesn't even change. Well, I saw that Sister Haynes' faith was slipping because, you know, when you sit there with a person over a period of hours and grow tired and weary physically, it's easy to uh, begin to affect your spirit and your faith. So I knew I had to get her out. I did get her out. I held on to the Lord, but I'd been, this is the third night i have been up, and with, with very little sleep in the daytime, and so about two o'clock in the morning, I began to fall off sleep, in fact, did fall off sleep. Special nurse every eight hours, and this nurse happened to awake me as she moved around the bed, and when I first looked, I thought, sure, Brother Haynes is dead. And I said uh, to the nurse, is he dead? She said, I thought he was. But she said, he isn't quite yet, but he will. She said, I know I'm not supposed to talk to you this way, but she said, he'll never, he'll never make it. He'll never make it to 7 o'clock in the morning when I go off. He'll die. Well, I got up and went out into the hall, our corridor, at about 2 o'clock in the morning in that hospital, and I did just exactly what I suggest that you do. I did just exactly what God said to you. He said, put me in remembrance. He said, let us plead together. He said, set forth thy cause, that thou mayest be justified. And so I said to the Lord, Lord, I'm not going to let him die. I said, uh, first of all, he's only 49 years old. A man 49 years old is not old enough to die. I reminded him, you said in your word, and promised us at least 70 or 80 years. Secondly, I said, he's my Sunday school superintendent. Now, I pastored other churches, and I had a Sunday school superintendent, that is in name at least, everywhere I pastored, but they were always just a figurehead. I did all the work about all they did was stand up there on Sunday morning. But I said, this man, you never have to bother about him. He does his work. In fact, he usually endeavors to visit every absentee from the whole Sunday school himself every week besides each teacher doing so. And that was a colossal job, but he did most of it. I mean, he would spend hours visiting in regard to the Sunday school. I said, he's the only Sunday school superintendent really I've ever had, the only one of all the churches. I think he's the only one. Uh, And I said, I need him. There's not another man like-minded in our church or Sunday school. And if I need him, you need him.
0: Welcome to Rayma for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with a DVD from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled turning hopeless situations around. Also from Kenneth E. Hagan, the book Steps to Answered Prayer. Next in this offer is a slimline book from Kenneth Hagan entitled The Master Restorer. All this for the special price of $27. And there is a special bonus in this month's offer. Kenneth Hagan's CD, Are You Not of This World? Get this special offer now. Call toll-free.
1: Well, honey, we are taking applications for fall enrollment. Can you believe, man, in about three months we'll begin RAMA again? (laughs) Time Time goes by fast, doesn't it? by really fast. That's right. And so if you are interested in coming to RAMA, you can apply online. It's rbtc.org. Yes, that's right. rbtc.org. Yes. Right. And you know, the students uh, are excited about coming back. Right. Our second-year students will be coming back. Our third-year third year students, year students be will coming be coming back. back.
0: And, you know, we enroll, and we have we have different uh, tracks that you can yes. go. You can go to pastoral track, biblical study track, the HELPS, itinerant ministry track, world mission, worship, student ministry. That's right. Uh, all of it. We have all of it. So, hey, if you're interested in going to a great Bible school, go to right now to rbtc.org. Yes. And... Get all the information, and actually there's, a, there's an application there. You can fill it out That's online and right. let it go.
1: That's right.
0: Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on Praying with All Kinds of Prayer, Volume 6. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.